all good? <laughs> okay. <clears throat> well. <laughs> all right, we're back. It has only been like two weeks since you guys heard an episode, but I was looking at my calendar and realized I have not actually recorded in almost a month, which is crazy. Um, we did the last few episodes batched, and that also means I'm back solo for the first time in quite a while. So adjusting a little bit, had to reset up the living room, all the fun things, you know, the very official podcast studio we have here at Responsibly Unhinged. Uh, Kat is alive and well and ready to be involved as per usual. So uh, we're just going to jump into it. This is going to be a little bit more of a mini episode this week. Um, honestly, things have just been really crazy and I just really wanted to get something out to you guys this week, but October was mostly unhinged with not a lot of responsible. I'm going to just give it to you straight. So, <laughs> um, I won't dive into a lot of that, but uh, some of the things that have been going on did kind of remind me the direction I wanted to go for the next few episodes. And I definitely compiled a lot of interesting stories to be able to tell you guys in the coming months. So um, as I kind of mentioned multiple times throughout the last few episodes, uh, there's been like a situation going on with me and a guy for the last like few months. And I kind of thought that was like a moot point. It was done. Um, October brought new chaos into my life involving that situation. So we will be getting there another day, another time. Um, but otherwise since ACL, which is the last thing I was kind of chatting you guys about as far as my current life, um, I went back to Nashville twice, uh, to visit my friends. I went to new Orleans for Halloween, uh, came back sick. Um, so just like with a lot of that travel and then that happening, there just wasn't a lot of time to record producer Caleb's been traveling all over the place as well. So we are back in action. We're back in Austin. We're going to be doing the thing, get some stuff back out consistently to you guys. I'm super excited, um, to be doing that. So one of the things that kind of came up and what I thought would be a good little mini episode story share here is that upon the chaos that was happening over the last few weeks, uh, re, like I said, that, uh, latest situationship drama, I was like kind of debating if I'm taking a break from trying to date and stuff in general again, or if I wanted to kind of keep putting myself out there. And I decided that I'm still not necessarily like dead set on trying to be in a relationship immediately or anything, but that I really need dating experience. Like I kind of talked to you guys in the opening episodes about how I hadn't had a lot of that in my early twenties. And then I, you know, basically was in a relationship for a really long time up until last year. And, um, even all these situations that I've been in so far that we're like kind of talking about over the course of this podcast here in the coming months, we, I wasn't really going on dates. Um, I did have a nice gentleman that will be the next main character in our story that was taking me on some dates and things like that. But outside of that, and even in that scenario, my trajectory is kind of often gone. Like I meet someone typically in a bar and we either immediately are just like getting into a relationship or we're immediately like pretty exclusive or we're immediately in some kind of like trauma dumping intense situationship thing. And it hasn't really left me with a lot of like experience out in the field. Like I haven't really done a lot of the awkward first dates. Um, like I said, I've gone on a couple first dates, but then they've turned into just like continued things, which is great. Right. Ideally. Um, 
but I just kind of want to get a little bit more variety in my life because like I said, I keep on ending up in these same situations. And part of that has to do with the work I need to do on myself. But part of it also is like, I don't really even know if I know what I want or what like the standard should be for how people treat you and things like that, because I'm not dating. So I decided to give good old online dating a try. And I actually think I'm going to meet up with someone this week. Um, I've been on hinge, just kind of talking to somebody that seems pretty nice. So, um, we're going to try that out and I'll keep you guys posted, but the reason I'm bringing all this up is because talking about hinge and online dating reminded me of why I took so much time away from doing that. Um, I honestly haven't really done online dating. I like always, it's one of those things. Like, I feel like every time you get single, you download the dating apps because you're like, all right, I'm just going to look around. And then you're immediately like, why the fuck did I do this every time within days? First of all, like Sometimes the people that are in my match list discourages me just in itself. Like, and I'm not trying to be an asshole, but I look and I'm just like, what, what, what was going through your brain when you thought that we are a match? Like, that's just, you know, like sometimes I look at these profiles and I'm like, is this really what's, this is it. This is what's out there for being single at this age. And I also am aware that I'm sure people have looked at my profile and felt the same way, you know, we, it's fine, but uh, anyways, I, I actually haven't been on hardly any online dates because I haven't been on dates in general very often, but I've been on one online date, my one and only, uh, and it was last year, very fresh out of the breakup, out of the story you guys got from the last uh, few solo episodes. It was my kind of first attempt at putting myself back out there. And, um, boy, did that make me want to not put myself back out there? Uh, so this was like last September, um, maybe October by this point is October. So as you guys know, things ended at the end of September with my ex. And then, like I said, I kind of got on the apps and was like looking around and I wasn't really like planning on necessarily going out with anyone immediately, but I was looking for a distraction and I matched with this guy who I like thought was cute. And we exchanged numbers fairly quickly. Um, I think like then like in an evening and then the next day, we were texting back and forth all day. He was really witty. He was funny. And we had just good conversation flowing for like the entire day. And he was talking about wanting to meet. And I was kind of like, uh, yeah, I'm open to it. But again, I've never done this before. I've never met. I've actually, I've met a lot of strangers from the internet with like bodybuilding and fandom stuff and things like that. Like, I'm not afraid of that really. Um, I, but I've never met like a guy in this context. Right. So it was still a little intimidating. Um, but I was willing to give it a shot because I had talked to the guy all day and he seemed pretty normal and we got along well. Um, and he was like something canceled for him, some kind of commitment he thought he had that day. And he was like, would you just want to get a drink tonight? And I was like, yeah, you know, that sounds casual. It's not like I'm committing to like this whole dinner or anything like that. So uh, we made plans to meet at LA Jackson. If you are familiar with Nashville, it's like a pretty bougie, um, like, I don't know how to explain a cocktail bar, I guess it's like above a hotel with a really nice hotel in the Gulch. If you go to Nashville, you should check it out. It's pretty cool. Um, but we decided to meet there. So I was like, Oh, classy. He picked like a nice place. That's cool. So, so far things are good. Right. And I decided to meet him at like eight or eight 30. So we, you know, talk up until that point, we're setting everything up. He lets me know like where he's sitting and blah, blah, blah. So I show up to this date. I took a while to get ready and was trying to like ease all my nerves. Right. And I get to the date and 
I also want to preface, I should have mentioned this earlier. I, at the beginning of October, had to get a coronectomy on my mouth. So I had my wisdom teeth removed and there was all kinds of shit fucked up in there from waiting until I was 30 years old to do that. So they had to do like even more steps and my mouth was still like not fully normal. Like I was talking normal. I didn't have like any visual side effects, but I still like was on some restrictions. Like I still at this point wasn't supposed to be like drinking out of straws and shit like that. Right. So that's important later. So I am walking into LA Jackson to go on the state and I see the guy like sitting in this corner booth and he, you know, looks fine, whatever. Um, he stands up to greet me and immediately off the bat, he is way shorter than his, uh, profile said he was. And I was like, okay, don't be superficial. Don't be superficial. <laughs> it's fine. Um, I'm not anti-short guy. I'm just not a short girl. So I want you to at least be taller than me. And I was just, it, it caught me off guard because first of all, his profile said he was 5'11". Um, he was definitely not 5'11". So he was like a much smaller build guy as well. Um, and I was kind of just like, all right, all right, it's fine. Um, if he's really cool, that's all that matters. So I uh, give them, give him a hug we sit down. He asks if I want to get a drink. He orders it. And he's like immediately off the bat, just like really fidgety and things like that. And I'm kind of like, okay, maybe he's just nervous. That's kind of cute too. You know, whatever. So he asks for my drink order and we kind of start just, you know, shooting the shit. We're talking a little bit and it starts out. It's going pretty well. He's asking about myself, asking about my business. We're just kind of talking and getting to know each other, but I'm noticing he's just like, he seems he's very off. I don't even really know how to explain his behavior. Um, he finishes that first drink pretty quickly and asks if I want another one when I've taken like two sips of mine. And I was like, no, I'm good. Um, so he orders another one and we're kind of talking and talking and through like the middle of the dinner, not dinner, the drinks, he is like, Hey, I'm really sorry. I'm not sure what's happening, but I feel really fucked up right now. And I'm like, okay. Like I was like, were you drinking before this day, like, you know, like, well, what's up? And he's like, no, I just like forgot to eat today and I'm drinking whiskey and I, I'm just like feeling really nervous because I can tell that I'm drunker than I want to be right now. And I'm like, okay, sick. <laughs> um, that's, uh, I, you know, I, I just kind of play it fine. I'm like, honest mistake, I guess my guy. Um, but it's, it's like a Tuesday night. I'm not trying to drink very much. Um, I was kind of like, you know, he kept asking if I wanted more to drink and I was like, no, I'm good. Um, and we kind of just continue to try to have conversation. I can already tell this is like probably not going to go in a positive direction, but I'm just like finishing the situation. Right. Um, and he starts asking me some more questions and out of the blue, as we're talking about things, um, like I said, we were talking about my job and like my history and competing and all that kind of stuff. He was asking me a lot of fitness questions and he looks at me and he says, have you ever been with a woman? And <laughs> I was like, this is a really interesting first date question. Um, I was like, I mean, I've definitely like made out with my friends, like, you know, when we're drunk and stuff, but, um, like sexually romantically, no. Um, I was like, why do you ask? And he like goes on this random side tangent about like, if men consider that, or if they've like thought other men are attractive, does it make them gay or not? Like, it's just this, it was this very strange conversation. And I was just like, okay. And then he's like, I'm just really surprised that you've never been with a girl. And I was like, why are you surprised by that? And dead ass, this man looks at me and says, you're just giving a lot of dyke energy. 
And I am just like, that the, if you're watching this on YouTube, that's the face I pretty much made. And I was like, first of all, why are you using that word? <laughs> Second of all, what, like who says that to someone, especially on a, on a date nonetheless. And I was like, can you uh, elaborate on that by chance? And he was like, oh yeah, I didn't mean it to be bad. I just like, uh, you are like, just, I don't know. You have like, you seem really confident and you seem like really at ease here. And like, you are, you know, cause I, cause I asked him also, I was like, is this cause I'm a bodybuilder? Like, is that why you're asking this? And he's like, no, like, it's just the way you carry yourself and like you own your own business and like you're super into all these things. And I was like, are those things exclusive to the lesbian community? Like I, and what I actually said to him is I was like, are you saying that you've just never been out with a woman before? And he was like, no, I've been out with lots of, lots of women. And I was like, well, if all of those traits are what you think makes someone not womanly, I think you've probably just been out with a lot of like girls and not women. Like, I don't, I don't, I don't think that like confidence in owning a business and working out is really a qualification here for this. So that already set things in a weird place. Um, and we kind of continued to talk about just like random shit, but it was really awkward at that point. And so that would be like the short of the story, but it's not. And we continue to put ourselves just like further into this conversation hole that I don't really want to be in. Right. And the date kind of wraps up naturally at this point because I'm like, you know, oh, it's late. I got stuff to do tomorrow. I should go. It's like 930. <laughs> so I should get home and get ready. And he's like, well, let me, let me take you home. And I'm like, bro, you just told me that you'd feel like you drank too much. And by the way, this place that we went was like a six minute walk from my apartment, which is part of why I agreed to go. Um, I took a scooter to the date literally. And so I was like, Oh no, it's fine. I just took a scooter here. I can just scooter home. Like no big deal. And he's like, no, no, no. If you're that close, please let me drive you. And just keeps insisting to let me drive, let him drive, let him drive. Well, as we've already learned from the previous episodes, I don't have a great like red flag meter or detector. So I'm just like at this point, okay, it's six minutes up the road. Sure. You can drive me home. It's cold outside whatever. So I let this guy drive me to my apartment and he pulls into the garage and pulls into this like toe zone spot. So I'm like, great. He knows that I'm just going to get out and leave. And I'm like, all right, well, thank you so much for the drink. Like, it was nice to meet you, whatever. And he's like, can I walk you to your door? And I was like, I mean, you can, um, this isn't really a parking spot. So I don't know if you should leave your car here. (laughs) Like, you know, so maybe you should just go. And he's like, no, 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 it's fine. I'm just going to bring you up really quickly. Like he's like, he's like, I want to be a gentleman. I feel like really bad about how tipsy I was on this date. So please let me just like walk you to your door. It's the least I can do. And I'm like, all right, uh, sure. By the way, I live in like a security coded like apartment building there was like not really any danger like he like I, I the door he was dropping me at was like five feet from his car and then we had to just go up an elevator and down my hallway like it's I it, it didn't really it wasn't unnecessary it was unnecessary so uh, he gets out of the car and he's walking me up to the elevator and then we go up to my apartment and we stand in the hallway and then I was like all right well thanks again I'll see you and you know I try to just, you know, go in for the hug and obviously he tries to go in to kiss me. And I was like, we are having two very different experiences on this date. If you think that that's what's happening. Uh, so I don't know if you guys have ever been in a situation where someone's trying to actively kiss you while you're not moving your mouth. It's like a very uncomfortable place to be. Um, and I just like, don't know how to handle this situation because like I've said, I've never really been in these situations and 
on dates in general. And so I was just like, oh, I'm so sorry. I told you like when we were texting that I just had my wisdom teeth out. Like I can't, I can't really open my mouth very well. So this is just like, kissing is off the table for me. Sorry, my guy. (laughs) He's like, oh no, it's okay. And he's like, and so I was like, all right, well, you have a good night. And he turns around and starts to walk and I'm like opening my door. I hear him turn around and I'm like, are you good? And he was like, oh, can I just use your bathroom before I leave, please? I really don't know if I can make it home. In hindsight, I'm aware that this is a uh, very sad but classic move to get into someone's apartment. Every friend I've told this story to has been like, Kylie, you fucking idiot. (laughs) But I am like, oh, yeah, I understand. You can come in to pee. That's fine. (laughs) So this guy comes into my apartment to use the bathroom, um, starts playing with my cat, which I'm honestly still a little upset with her for even being nice to him, but she is an attention horse. So (laughs) she, she can't help herself. So he's like trying to pet my cat and all this stuff. And I was like, bathrooms, you know, right here. And he's like, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. So he goes in my bathroom and I'm just kind of like chilling in my kitchen waiting. I don't, I like refuse to go sit on my couch. I refuse to look comfy in any way. Cause I'm like, I do not want any of this to be misconceived as a, an invitation for you to hang out. So he comes back out of the bathroom after like an unusual amount of time. And I'm still just like standing in my kitchen, like as close to the door as I possibly can really. And I'm like, all right, well, I hope you get home safe, you know? And this guy comes over to stand in front of me and just like puts his hands on both sides of my countertops around me and is just staring at me. And so at this point, I'm like, I would feel in danger if I wasn't so sure that I could easily take him in a fight. Like, (laughs) I was like, you are so small. It's like, I can't. I can't even be afraid. Like if I, if I'm confident, you don't have a weapon. I'm not scared. So I'm standing here and I was like, all right, can I help you? And he like tries to grab my like belt loops and like pull me into him. And I said, I literally just told you outside my mouth can't do that. And he was like, I think it's fine. And I was like, I think you need to go. And he just like stares at me and is like, oh, are you serious? You don't want to hang out any longer? Like we can, like we can watch, we can just watch a movie. We don't have to kiss, like whatever. And I was like, no, I really need you to go home. I need-. And so at this point I like literally duck myself out from underneath his arms, go over to my door and stand there with it open. So at this point I'm like, if you don't get out of here, I'm just going to start screaming into the abyss and see what happens. So you should just go. And he uh, leaves, tries to kiss me again. To which I, again, dodge, mouth close, evasion here. And I'm like, all right, it was so nice to meet you. I hope you have a great evening. Shut my door. <laughs> and I assumed that would be that. Um, he did text me the next day and was like, I'm really sorry for the end of the night. Like, I definitely don't know what happened or why I was so drunk. I'm really embarrassed. And, you know, may- maybe the poor guy has just like a very poor poor tolerance and you know I give him I give him some grace however that was just so painful to experience that I I was like there's there's no coming back from that and also there was zero traction on any scale so um I wrote him back and was just like hey my guy it happens to happens to the best of us you know I hope you have a great day um and he was like he's like so do you think you would uh want to get together again sometime and, you know, I, I really debated just leaving it on red, but I've, I've mentioned here before, I'm just not the kind to ghost. Like 
I just can't do it. I can't do it to people. I hate having it done to me. And I, I know that I really didn't know this person anything, but I just want to kind of paint a picture of my philosophy on things. I, I am such a good like communicator when it comes to like keeping in touch with people or like just being straightforward with people that when people don't do it to me, it completely like unravels me. I really, really hate people that just can't like own up and just tell someone they're not into them or not. And I like, I just have the type of attachment issues also probably that like, if someone were to kidnap me or like attempt to kidnap me and they like fucked it up, I would like still feel hurt if I like didn't hear from him ever again, because I would be like, oh my God, did I do something wrong? Like I would start internalizing the kidnapping events and like replaying that. Like that's the level of like, I will stay in touch with you. Like when people always joke about like, oh, don't get back with your ex. Like, would you keep up with someone who, you know, tried to abduct you? Probably, I probably would. So I'm not gonna do that to this poor guy, right? So I just text him back and I'm like, look, I didn't really feel the vibes. Um, I wish you the best, but I don't think I'm your person. And, you know, we just carried on with that. He didn't ever say anything back to that. So that is the one and only online dating experience that I have had thus far. So I have high hopes to turn it around this week. Um, we're going to hope that it's good. I'm not necessarily expecting to find like Prince Charming on Hinge, but I do hope that I don't have a drunk guy calling me a dyke this time. That would be ideal. I think we're off to a good start. We've been bonding over Taylor Swift. So, you know, I'm pretty psyched about that. Um, and that's really like, that's that story. You know, I don't, I, I have so many places I wanted to go with this episode. Like I said, we just don't have a ton of time today. So I wanted to just at least come back and give you guys a little story. And then I'm going to schedule with Caleb for the longer episode because I teased a lot of different things coming up for you guys. And I feel like we've been leaving little like breadcrumbs of different scenarios and we are coming into, um, some really fun stuff. Um, you know, I, like I said, I just went to new Orleans for, Halloween and, uh, Halloween in general just always is an eventful staple in my life. And we're going to pick up next week where Halloween is the catalyst of things for me. Because one thing about me is every time I go out for Halloween, I really commit to the bit. Like if I'm a character, I embody that character. I basically decide that I'm in like a cosplay role for the day. So Last year, I was Catherine Pierce from The Vampire Diaries for Halloween, um, if you are familiar. And if you are not, she is, well, she's definitely a bitch. She's like a villain. But she also is like this, like, just like seductress man-eating lady. And I went out last Halloween, like, with a fucking mission. I was on a vendetta. I was ready. I was just, especially because this whole scenario we just talked about from Hinge happened, like, literally one week prior to this. And I was like, all right, I don't even care about dating. I'm just out here trying to just see what happens. And some things did indeed happen. And it got me into, uh, you know, a slew of interesting dating stories and ones that you would never expect. Um, the next story I have for you guys, actually, that comes from that. I am the villain. So, um, you're going to want to stay tuned for that because I told you guys I'm here for this podcast to be as open as possible. And I promised it was not just a man bashing podcast because we all do dumb shit sometimes. And I definitely, um, made some interesting choices over the last year as well. I'm not innocent in all this. So, um, I am ready to take ownership of that as Taylor Swift, uh, says in the new shit that is out. I'm the problem. It's me. 
I get it. Um, and speaking of which, if you haven't streamed Midnight's, absolutely do that because that's really important too. Um, that's another reason why um, I've been talking to this guy about Taylor Swift so much because one, I'm always doing that. But two, there's a new album and tickets go on sale tomorrow. Me and my friends are trying to do that. So those of you watching on YouTube, I'm literally wearing like a Reputation tour jacket. So I'm ready. I'm manifesting all the things and I'm super excited. And you know what? For this date that I have tomorrow, I said at the very least, I'm going to get free drinks and get to talk about Taylor Swift. So you really can't lose. And I am excited to just like give it another whirl, just kind of get my mind off of the other shit that's been happening over the last several months and excited to continue this project and sharing with you guys. So I am sorry that this episode didn't really go into a lot of depth, but I hope you enjoyed that little, uh, fun online dating story. And I hope I have better ones in the future. Um, if you have a really funny unhinged hinge story, <laughs> or just an online dating story or like really bad online dates. I would love to hear that. So if you can email responsibly unhinged at gmail.com, I'm pretty sure I did that correctly. I'll put it in my story. Um, but also you can always DM me if you're okay with that too. Um, I would love to hear your online dating stories. We can all kind of like share and feel, um, jaded together. And like I said, I want to start these segments where we share. I did have some people submit some funny things, um, the other week I asked for what the most unhinged thing you've done is. And I have some of those compiled too. So I want to just kind of like have a few more to be able to talk about on here. And I'm super excited to do that and uh, share some listener stuff. So I appreciate you guys. Please leave a rating, review, comment, like, subscribe, all the things, whichever platform you're on. And thank you for hanging out with this on the fly story back next week with uh, some more for you. Nice. That was really good. No, that was, that was awesome. I like it.